What's up, guys? It's Jeff Cobb. You're listening to City Wrestling Radio. Aloha. What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this is Smack It. Smack it. Our weekly SmackDown Live recap and review show. I'm your host, Corey Smith, live in the Diamond Studio with my co-host today. Jose Osega, that's shining bright like a diamond. How How's everybody doing? How are you doing? I'm doing okay. I mean, how are you? You know, handling business. And another day another day in San Francisco. It's raining again. Boo. Again. It should stop for a day or so, I think. Yeah. yeah well. At least we need a break. Yeah, but thank you for tuning in for wherever you're tuning in, whether it's on KCSF Radio every Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time or SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio or, you know, the other podcast delivery applications like iTunes, Google, Stitcher, CastBox. You know, it's like nothing. It's like whatever. We're just like on all of them. So check us out. I mean, it's not really that big of a thing, but we're we're a pretty big deal. Yeah. I'm going to try a different system. I've been trying iTunes. I'm telling you, man, that CastBox is fun. I'll, I'll try that tonight. And then put a comment on there. I'll I'm, listen to ourselves. Um, yeah. Also, guys, we need your help. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We need likes. We need shares. We need comments. We need rants. We need crazy people that love City Wrestling Radio. We need our diehard City Wrestling Radio fans to like, share, subscribe, and let us know what you think about all the shows you go to, whether it's an indie show you went to. Yep. And we have no idea who the wrestler is, but you want to get the word out about it. See, that's a good way, too. Like, if you live, let's say, like, in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Yes. And there's a certain indie wrestler that just wrestles there and just is like a local hero. And you are like, man, this person is great. He or she does the best. Insert wrestling move here. And, you know, you want to get that out? Let us know. Because then I could look on YouTube and I could talk about it over the air. Exactly. You never know. We might be looking at the next John Cena. John Cena, Brock Lesnar, uh, Lars Sullivan. You never know, you yeah. know. Um, but thank you. Thank Lars you for Sullivan? Yeah, you know he's there's there's a bidding war for him right now. Okay? Yeah, you know what? I, I've never liked the guy, and I've told you guys this from Lars Sullivan. Yeah, oh yeah, from no. a, a few events that he I, did. I've never, a couple I've years never really liked. I'm him. not a fan of his look. No, he looks he looks like a 1920s like monster. Heel, yeah, heel wrestler. You know what I mean? Well, his fists are made of cinder blocks. Like if you put him, honestly, if you put him in the Batman cartoon from the 90s, oh, he would fit, fit perfectly. Perfect. Yeah. Like yeah. Lars Smash, uh, cinder block fist. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but guys, this is uh, oh. Before we get into it, though, there is a. Uh, I do. I'm letting everyone know that this week is the last week we are going to have an official, official news show. The new news show is going to be canceled as of this Saturday. What? I know. I know. But you know what? It's it's actually better for City Wrestling Radio because now we're going to bring every single episode packed full of news, uh, rumors, right when it happens. Fresh. You're not going to have to wait. So wait a week and then you know like i said yesterday i don't want to get on here and be like so like did you hear chris jericho's doing a cruise and it's like yeah that was a week ago seven days ago what are you doing and it's just like oh yeah you're right i don't know yeah i guess what 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 cultaholic said at that point um but yeah every episode now whether it's going to be uh the raw review smack it or the b show or maybe some other shows we have coming in the works uh, we'll have news birthdays and news new segments exactly We'll still have birthdays, and you know that that'll never that'll never leave yeah. us. But speaking of major news, yeah, you know, I did say we were going to wait until the end of the week to you know to start doing this, but there is some major news as of today: um, the passing of the Dynamite Kid, uh, you know, also known as um, his real name, Thomas Billington. 
he passed away this morning on his 60th birthday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's weird. Yeah, no, I was I was filling out the birthdays last night, and I was like, oh, Dynamite Kid, you know, yeah. whoever else, the surprise birthday now that um, I'll wait Stay till the tuned. end for that. Stay yeah. tuned. And um, I woke up, and I saw that, and I was like, holy crap. You know, it's just... I was I was never I never really knew of Dynamite Kid until my late later in life. Sure, because I'm you know I'm 31 years old right now, so I think he his peak was literally when I was like one or two, mm-hmm. and, and sooner. Right. Um, but you know they with, with him there's with saying the Dynamite Kid does not go without controversy. You know over the years he right. has got into a whole lot of. Uh, back and forth with uh, real real people in real life. He has major heat with WWE and Vince, right? Yeah, he was involved with the lawsuit, the concussion lawsuit. Yeah. Um, you know, he was paralyzed in his left leg in the early 90s. He still wrestled um, through throughout, uh, I think, until, you know, the... Mid-90s? Mid to late 90s, yeah. yeah. Uh, until 96, which is, which is crazy. Um, but, you know, like I said, he... You know, there are rumors out there. I think there are stuff out there of him on YouTube, you know, mm-hmm. saying a whole bunch of, you know, unforgivable things, things sure. that um, that would that would mirror that of, you know, such as like the Ultimate Warriors YouTube videos, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, racist tirades. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not going to get fully into that, but it happened. He passed away on his 60th birthday. Yeah. Um, he was a huge inspiration to a lot of smaller guys, a lot of smaller guys. And one of the main ones being um, Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit. Um, who, if you saw him wrestle, I mean, he mirrored the Dynamite Kid. Yeah, yeah, especially with that flying headbutt off the top rope, which oh. I think caused the majority of the problems with Chris Benoit and uh, Dynamite Kid. Yeah, no, it, it yeah, and then also, uh, who was the one that created that move? Was it Stan Hansen? Oh, you got me there. I don't know. Oh, man, see, I had it, I had it on here. Chris, yeah. Anyways, but the the person who invented the the flying headbutt was really actually disappointed after after a while. Harley Race, that's what it was. Harley was, Race, I got it right here. Okay. Harley Race uh, was he went quoted saying, "You know, I I'm really disappointed I created that move because it led to the deterioration of the Dynamite Kid's body and brain." Yeah. So, well, I'm sure steroids had a little bit to do with that too, because as we saw in later pictures. He was a oh, he was, shell of what he used to be. And he was trying to bulk up, too. He was trying to, yeah. It's like, I'm not going to criticize this guy. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. I mean, that, that was the business back then. He wasn't doing anything that was out of the ordinary. Yeah. Um, I'm X amount of years old, so I, yeah, you'll probably surmise by how old I am by the, the information I'm going to give you. But I was around to see the British Bulldogs make their debut in WWE TV. Uh, then known as WWF, and the great feuds with the Hart Foundation. So wasn't Dynamite, Dynamite Kid and Bret Hart were a tag team first, right? Ooh, not in the W. Okay. Maybe before my time that okay. I've known of. Okay, because I was reading something, it said, I thought it said Bret Hart and the Dynamite Kid were a tag team, and then Bret Hart turned heel, joined up with Jim the Anvil Nightheart, Jimmy so, Hart filmed the Hart Foundation, that's when the British Bulldog that. came in, or yeah. Davey Boy Smith, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, no, I remember the actual Bulldogs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember them tagging with anybody. Uh, the one-time, they were one-time WWF Tag Team Champions. They won it at WrestleMania dude, 2. Dude, I, I thought they won a lot more than that. They were a super face tag team that you would think had tons of titles. No, yeah. Well, in WWF, at least they were a one-time WWE Tag Team Champion beating Greg Valentine and Brutus the Barber Beefcake at uh, WrestleMania yeah, yeah. 2. The, uh, what were they called? Uh... 
the Valentine and haircutting yeah, I guess guy. They, I guess they didn't have a, a name. Yeah, the Frisco Boys. I don't know. Yeah, I always well, love how Brutus was. Uh, Brutus was built for San Francisco. Yeah, and Greg Valentine. It's kind of a shot at San Francisco, but whatever. I'm yeah. like, I'll take it. Yeah, um, I love the intro music, but yeah, Dynamite Kid. Um, like I said, he's an inspiration to a lot of people out there. Like you said, a lot of the smaller guys. Yeah. So I think a lot of the wrestlers now are Lance Storm threw him a shout out this weekend. I mean, this weekend, this morning. Yeah. Uh, so he was influenced. Well, he was probably good. You know, he's Canadian too, and yeah. the Dynamite Kid. You know, he moved to Canada after um, his health started to go down. Mm-hmm. So, so thoughts and prayers to you know his family and anyone infected. You know, hell of a worker. Yeah, I mean, like I said, he was he was a tremendous wrestler. Not that not that great of a um, what what do you call it? Uh, not respect, a reputation. Not yeah. that great of a reputation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, re- actually, he had a reputation for being a horrible person. That's that's the news I hear. <laughs> so that happened, and like I said, thoughts and prayers to anybody affected by that. Yeah. Let's move on to SmackDown Live this week. Let's kick it off because you know I need to shake that off. Jose. Yes, sir. What did you think of, of SmackDown this week? Uh, pretty cool. I had fun. Um, it was better than Raw. Oh, it was Raw, than- Raw was not the dumpster fire that everybody seems to think it is. No, not this week. Not this week. Well. Everyone says, oh, the, the third hour was the lowest rating in, in modern history. Dude, if you look at the past weeks, uh-huh. that's why. Yeah, exactly. It's not because of the first hour. It's not like they tuned in and were like, oh, Rousey, okay, tuning out. Yeah. People legit were like, I'm not why." How many people did you see on social media going, I'm not going to watch this week. And this is why, you know. Yeah. People, yeah. you know, from other podcasts saying, you know, I'm going to go, you know, here or there instead of, it's like, okay, great. But yeah, it did. You know, uh, it is what it is. Yeah, it is. Um, but I just, I, I really don't like the way they sandwich the women into Raw, almost like they're going to scapegoat the women into uh, putting the blame on them for having crappy ratings. Right. Or having a crappy show. Because it's not their fault. It's not at all. They were actually the highlight of oh, Monday that, Night. Oh, that, that main event? The sandwich. The, the opening, the two, the two women openings, because they had two segments at the beginning, mm-hmm. and then the, the main event. Oh, yeah, they had two segments in the beginning. Uh, and that oh that Alexa Bliss segment was horrible. It was yeah, bad. and it's it's not like Alexa Bliss thought of doing this. It's no. not like she said, "Oh, let's do the same thing we did last week." No, she they they just have way too much. Oh, Vince, he's like, ah. that's mm-hmm. what that's what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, let's so uh, yeah, but SmackDown, SmackDown, yeah, I liked it. I, I had fun. It was what, fun. What did you think? It was fun. It actually there was a point when the show ended. I was like, "That's it." I yeah. kind of wanted more. Yeah, me too. So the fact that it was a shorter show. It's a shorter show than Raw, and I think every podcast was like, SmackDown's great because it's shorter. Well, that and it also has fewer segments. If yeah. you look at Raw last or this week, it had like 21 segments. Yeah. Like 21 or 22 segments. And I'm just like going through everything that happened. Cut oh, to backstage. You're cut just to- being fickle. Yeah, I know. Fickle. Um, but then you've got to SmackDown this week. Yeah. Ten. Mm-hmm. Ten. It was like nine or ten, something like that. But yeah, like you know what I mean. It's like half, half of half of the amount of yeah that's going with, on. with a third, and it's giving everything time to breathe. Yeah, yeah. Um, with, with a third less of the time, you're not having Daniel Bryan being rushed out. You know, you know, just just say you hate plastic, ah, <laughs> then leave. People are like what? You hate leather shoes. Yeah. Um, but Daniel Bryan, you know, like he, I, I think he was one of the big highlights of the show. Well, I'll get to it. Get yeah, to it. get to it because I have. You got a bunch. We'll, of we'll talk about it. It was funny. I, I, I like his convic- conviction. Yeah, so page it. it. Started out uh, SmackDown Live started from the University of Texas. 
in uh in Texas. Do you think? Yeah. Uh, oh, well, you know, University of Phoenix is like all over the place. So That's true. Saying. That's true. Um, it started out with a contract signing for the TLC Triple Threat Triple Threat match for the SmackDown Live Women's Championship at TLC, which I'm honestly looking forward to that match the most. Yeah. At TLC. You know, you know what Becky brought back? What's that? Calling people dopes, and it sounds good. Yeah, dope. <laughs> yeah. I love Becky. I'll dude. take all of you dopes. She's awesome, dude, and she's like a total face now. Because, yeah. like, she's he, not putting down the fans anymore. No, I saw that post on Twitter, yeah. Yeah, the fact that she, like, made she, a post saying... We're all one. Like, we're, we're, we're all here. Yeah. Like, we didn't expect to be here, but here we are now. Yeah. Let's let's kick some arse. Uh, started out... This is going to be the first women's TLC match ever. Um, three women come out. Becky says she's going to do anything to keep her title at TLC. That's when Asuka at, asks Becky... Um, Wait, what? Have you ever beat me? No. Oh, yeah. She said, have you ever beaten me? Sorry. Sometimes I type too fast and then my autocorrect fucks me up. Ah, uh, yeah. It's, yeah. And she says, I, she says, I've beaten you. And did she, uh, but then Charlotte beat her. So it's like this weird math thing. Yeah. But, but Becky beat Charlotte. Yeah. You know, it's, it's confusing. It, it's good. It makes sense. It, it does make sense. It made sense to me last night for sure. Mm -hmm. It probably making no sense to anyone listening right now. No, like, well, one, unless they saw the, it, one beat the other, and the other beat the other, and then now we have a triangle of people beating each other, but people haven't beat each other. So now we got we get the rubber match to find out who is the superior. Uh, uh, I, I know I didn't help much, but that's what it is. Oscar says she could have beaten Ronda at TLC, and she will be Beck, or she could have beaten Ronda at Survivor Series, and she's going to beat Becky at TLC. Uh, Becky says neither of these women could beat Ronda, and they can't beat her. So when Becky just leaves the ring for some reason. I don't know. Even Charlotte kind of. Charlotte was getting like super heelish in that promo too. Yeah, like she was cutting a heel on Becky, saying, you know, like, you know, I'm the one that went in there. I'm the one that fought Ronda Rousey. You're the one that was taken out by one punch by Nia Jax. Right. And then Becky would say something, and Charlotte would cut her off. She's like, I'm not done yet. She didn't let her get her uh, catchphrase line in. Her what? exclamation Woo! mark. No, she. What she say? <laughs> I forgot what she said, but it was like. It was like a catchphrase Yeah. Yeah, but she was super heelish in the promo. And then later what? in the night, it's like, <clears throat> it's like she's super, she's super face well, in her match. Sure, yeah. But uh, anyways, um, let's see. Oscar wants to break Charlotte right now because Charlotte says she's the one that's beaten. Her. She beat Oscar at WrestleMania. And she can beat her again. That's when out comes Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose. Uh, Mandy Rose believes that Paige is giving Oscar and Charlotte more of a chance than she gave her own uh, protégés, yeah. the ones she trained, she groomed, so to speak, for the main roster spot. That's when Sonya asked Asuka. <clears throat> she says, last week was a fluke, Asuka, which I would never say isn't like a fluke like the most common fish in the sea. Is it? That's what I heard. Sure. Okay. I believe you. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it was just something I saw in the office. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Mandy should be the main uh, mouthpiece. She, she's of great. Yeah. She's great on the mic. Oh my god! Yeah, and then you get Sonya afterwards. Then She's a good wrestler too. It's glaring. Well, yeah, Sonya's like, not that great. Okay, but they're both tremendous wrestlers. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be good. I I want to I need I need to see more of them in the in the main main light. You know. Yeah. Well, as soon as we get those tag team belts, you know, it's gonna be one of those floating belts. Absolutely. So as soon as we get them on the main uh, in the title picture, then oh, dude, we're I waiting want, for some good. Times. I want Sonya and Oscar at WrestleMania. Oh. That's what I want. Sonya yeah. Deville and Asuka, WrestleMania. Um, so then Paige makes a tag match for right now. Asuka and Charlotte versus Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. But before that, let's go backstage to our general manager's office. Let's go back. Shane McMahon is backstage. 
Uh, Miz. In walks the Miz. That was weird. I don't know what I was doing there. Uh, Miz wants to know why he's hosting Miz TV with Daniel Bryan tonight. Uh, Miz, he says, uh, he says, you know, I, I just want you, Shane, to do the job you were born to do. Be one third best in the world with me. I love that stuff. It, it's great. Everything the Miz says is great. Shane reiterates, though, we are not a team. We are not partners. You need to go out there and do your job. That's when the Miz says, shh, not in front of the trophy. Exactly. That I was love great. It. It, it was great. It, it mirrored uh, ar- arguing parents in front of a, a kid. Good stuff. And he gave the trophy earmuffs. Did he really? I didn't see that part. Well, he reached out to the, not physical earmuffs. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, he reached out and grabbed right. the handles and said, earmuffs. Yeah. Oh, like in, um, what's that, old school? Old school. Okay. Earmuffs. Uh, so then we have Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville versus Charlotte and Asuka. Sonya Deville and Asuka start the match. Rose and Deville isolate Asuka th- uh, throughout the beginning of the match. Becky comes down halfway through the match because, you know, she forgot her title down at the ringside. Yeah, I saw that. Honestly, that's what it was because the title was hanging up above the ring like mm-hmm. a t- like it would in a TLC match. Yeah. Which I'm so, I, again, I'm I'm happy I'm seeing a TLC match, a ladder match. I get to see a ladder match. Yeah. Um, you know, and hopefully you're going to come too. Dude, uh, I'm fingers crossed. Um, and uh, so then she comes out and she has no title. Then she's sitting ringside with her title. Mm-hmm. She's like, hold on. Pause the match. We need to get that down real quick, guys. I wonder how they got that down like smoothly. Oh, wait a minute. I think she came out with the title when she walked back out. Did she? Yes, she did. I don't think so. Yeah, I, I'll stake my... Fans, let us know. What What did you see? My dollar bill in my pocket. Eight, at CWR415, Facebook, Twitter. Just get Twitter. Yeah, at, I'm pretty at sure CWR4. because it was a long break. And she came out with a title. And I was like, oh, my God, she has a title on her shoulder. She's like, fuck, it's still up there. I Give knew- me a replica belt. <laughs> Probably, yeah. That's what it was. Um, so this match was a, it was a pretty good match, though. Like I said, yeah, back and fun, forth. Fun. Um, Mandy Rose hits the pump knee on Oscar, which, you know, I stopped calling the uh, the V trigger because that's Kenny Omega's move. And some people on the show get a little irritated when I say that. Uh, you know what? It, it's more appropriate for the women to call it the V trigger than it is for Kenny Omega to I, call it the V trigger. No, I get I Because it just get. makes total sense. Uh, Charlotte gets a hot tag and cleans house. Then she knocks out both women on the side. That's when Oscar. Okay, so Oscar's on the edge of the ring. And Charlotte turns around and literally, like, she does this big boot to Asuka. Yep. And it looks like they try to play it off like she did it accidentally. Dude, she completely, and I know it's storyline that accidentally, yeah. but she saw her. Like, you know, yeah, storyline-wise, she saw her. Or else she wouldn't have landed that cleanly. She needs to come out next week and say that I did that on purpose. Mm-hmm. Because that would just, you know, whatever. She's a heel. Make her the heel. Make her the heel that wants to yeah, be face. She, yeah. And then you have Becky, who's the face, who acts like a heel because tweener. Yeah, they're, well, they're both tweeners. Well, I like but, Charlotte, but they're on different ends of the spectrum. I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Charlotte is more heel, heel. Becky's a little bit more face. Yeah, like the true intentions of Becky yeah. are good, whereas the true intentions of Charlotte are heel conniving. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we have Oscar uh, hitting a sliding knee, sliding knees to Charlotte um, to get her revenge. That's when. Was it Sonya Deville pins Charlotte to win the match? Yeah, um, I love it too because it, it was funny because Charlotte or Oscar had this look on her face when Sonya Deville pinned her. Like, what happened? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, girl, what? What do you what? What? What did you expect happen? I don't know. Next up, we have a triple threat match: Xavier Woods versus Cesaro versus Jey Uso. Um, Xavier and Jay fight in the in the middle of the ring. While, I, uh, I love this ECW, um, you know, fill out beginning matches. And you're matching mat, uh, moves, move to move. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I love those sequences. Those are always cool and classic. 
And uh, Cesaro is hanging on the outside of the ring, hanging out with Sheamus while, like I said, Xavier and Jey Uso are fighting in the middle of the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a double Cesaro swing to both Xavier Woods and Jey Uso. What I mean by that is that Xavier Woods was in the actual swing, yeah. Um, whereas, or no, no, Jey Uso no, was in swing. Jay, yeah, Jey was. Xavier in swing. was on uh, Cesaro's shoulders. back, and he was holding on for dear life too. He was. It's funny because le- you cannot legit do that move in real life, because yeah. like. Yeah. No one's gonna like hold on, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and you're leaning back to swing the guy. So if you're leaning back and you got 200 extra pounds on your shoulders, you're just gonna collapse. Yeah, no, it's great. It, it looked really good though. It did. Um, that's when uh, we hit a super kick to Cesaro by Jay Uso, and uh, well, no, there was a sharpshooter um, to Xavier Woods, followed by a super kick to Jay to break up the submission. Super kick to Cesaro. Jay Uso gets the pin on Cesaro. Fun match as always. Yeah, it was a really good match. I mm-hmm. liked it, um, and I also love uh, Sheamus's. Or Shamey's, Shamey's mm-hmm. um, Facebook post or Instagram post ringside. Like, oh, nice! They're like what? They're just the new ones. Like before, they were just like, "Oh, I'm all here." Mm-hmm. Now they're like those party ones, like you know, like where you film something and it, and it adds like a a light and a song. Oh yeah, yeah, so yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And it's just like Cesaro doing the swing. Uh-huh. So it was really good. I loved it. Cool. I love Shamey's, dude. I I want to see more of those uh, Celtic Warrior workout videos. Next up, we have Kayla backstage with Rusev and Lana. Oh my God, where where did where did this Rusev come like come from? He's like ultimate face Rusev now. Yeah, yeah. he's like I love American U.S. title. Mm-hmm. It is so traditional. Remember how he used to treat the U.S. title? Like I'm changing it. This is like he he was the complete opposite of what he was last night. Exactly. Um, so he's being oh, his thoughts. Can we talk about the wine barrels on his chest? The wine barrels. What? He said. <coughs> oh oh. Excuse me. Uh, he said he has, look at this chest. It's like two wine barrels. Well, he said, and he said, look at my biceps. They're like Mount Rushmore. Oh, and the top look it at, off. Look at my traps. They're like double-decker Taco, Taco Supremes. Supremes. Oh, it, my God. Once he said that, I was like, wait, what did he say? I had to rewind that because I was like, I got you, Roos. Because yeah. that is my favorite thing at Taco Bell yeah, is a double-decker yeah. Taco Supreme. Yeah. Like, Why don't more taquerias do like actual double-decker tacos? You know there's this joint on... Where is it? I want to say it's on 19th Avenue and Terravel. Okay. Nick's Tacos. Okay. Uh, the Taco Shop. So they have, and there's another Nick's Tacos down in the Polk or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they have a, a regular uh, corn tortilla yeah. with chips inside. Oh, oh nice. Uh, so it's like a yeah, double, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. And you get the crunch, and then they just stack the meat and oh, the guac nice. and all the fixings. Yeah, hungry again. Good thing I had oh, tacos God. before this. Those things. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go this weekend. Screw it. You're like, I gotta go. We're gonna stop the show now. Bye. Yeah. Uh, Kayla, like I said, backstage with Rusev and Lana. His thoughts on Shinsuke Nakamura last week attacking him. He doesn't know why he attacked him, but he's hungry. He's not hungry for the Taco Supremes or his, you know, the, the was it the barrels on his chest mm-hmm. or the barrels cheese on my chest or cakes. He's hungry for that United States championship and how tradi- and the tradition it brings. What? Okay. It doesn't make sense, but Rusev is bringing back Rusev Day because it'll happen on the greatest day and he walks away, jumps back in. Rusev Day. But why do you say like aid in English though? I don't think he knows how to say he it. Like, like, like he knows how day. like he knows how to say it in yeah. another way, but I think that's the only way he like feels comfortable saying projecting it, it. Yeah. and like especially in wwe you don't want to, i'm sure someone said okay just do the rusev day you're gonna say this this and say it's rusev day uh-huh. and he's probably like how should i say it fuck i don't want to go to business for myself and then vince like why did you say it like that yeah, yeah. so he did it exactly like aiden did it you know yeah 
I don't know. What's up with Lana changing her hair color every like other day though? I don't know. There, there like, was a Divas episode about that where they yelled at her for changing it, and then and now she's changing it every week. I don't get. But it. it's like on Instagram, I see her with like purple and blue hair, uh-huh. and then she comes back on SmackDown. It's all, all blonde again. It's probably extensions. Oh, you're right. She Instead probably. of a complete dye job, she just gets the extensions then. Uh, Lars Sullivan, uh, that's still a thing. So <sighs> okay, yeah, sure. Next um, up, m- next time we next up we have. Uh, did you know segment? Ooh, what did I? Uh, maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. Did you know that WWE is now doing superstar facts instead of did you knows? So this week's superstar fact is that Becky Lynch started training for the WWE specifically for the WWE at age fifteen at Finn Balor's wrestling school in Ireland, and she continued perfecting her craft while traveling the world before making her WWE debut. Wow, I know. I mean that that interview she did with Sam Roberts, the one I shared with you guys a while back, uh-huh. that was really good. I know she trained with Finn Balor in some ways. I know yeah. they worked together, but yeah, I, mean, I didn't know. I didn't know he had his own wrestling school. Yeah, I even got the cool little graphic. Like, how old is he? Like, forty five. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> Let's see. So Prince or uh, Fergal Devitt, aka Finn Balor. And how old is Becky? Let's see. Finn Balor is 37. Okay, Becky's younger than that. I know that. 25? Uh, O-I-N-C-H. Becky Lynch. That's how you spell her name. Let's see. And Becky Lynch is coming. Oh, she's 31. Oh, wow. 31? Yeah. I am. So that means he's six years older than her. So he was Uh, 21 when he had his own wrestling school. All right. That means good for him. Wow. I'm I'm 13 days older than Becky Lynch. Look at you. Sorry, Bex. The real man is here. <laughs> don't no, don't let her hear say, you say I that. I, oh, I would love if she cut a pro. These fucking guys at City Wrestling Radio, who the fuck are they? Uh, so next up, we have Ms. TV with Daniel Bryan. Don't you Bryan. know 13 days is bad luck? <laughs> oh, exactly. The 13 days between Corey and Becky. What <laughs> happened in those 13 days? Um, I'd buy that pay-per-view. Uh, so they, Ms. TV with Daniel Bryan. Uh, Miz comes out, and for some reason, out comes Carmella and Truth for like a seven-second dance break, and that's it. I'm with it. I'm with it. I like it. I hope it stays as a recurring segment. Mm-hmm. I actually hope that they become a trio, like like the TV show team. Yeah. Like Miz is like really annoyed by them, and Truth and Carmella, everybody loves them. Mm. You and know, he'll make them like the field reporters. Exactly. <laughs> That'd be great. Exactly. Like, let's cut to Carmella backstage. You know. Yeah. Or let's cut to. Okay. First, Miz. We yeah. get a dance break. And he's like, stop it. Yeah, exactly. I love it. Um, and then they leave. Out comes Daniel Bryan with oh, new. Oh, 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 but when they leave, you look at Miz's face, and he wants to break. Oh, he yeah, wants yeah, to break yeah, so yeah, bad. Yeah. He's, he's trying to hold him in. <laughs> out comes Daniel Bryan with new Titantron. So it just says his name in white letters. And then on the side, are, uh, it's like a new Daniel Bryan logo, mm-hmm. which I'm sure is going to be his new side plates. Yeah. Um, it's a DB. It's kind of like similar to a baseball logo. That's mm-hmm. the best way to describe it. Like yeah. if you think yeah, of San yeah. Francisco Giants logo, the SF, yeah. think DB in that same kind of way. Definitely. So, yeah. Um, I kind of. I mean, I dig it. I hope he comes out with like a varsity jacket too. No, it, it doesn't fit the character. There, there's yet. leather sleeves on those. That, you're right. You're right. Maybe it, bi- biodegradable leather sleeves. There, there we go. go. Yeah, and he teases the yes point. He, yeah, he's just doing that every week. Yeah. And it well, kind of shakes his head. He comes out, and the first thing I noticed was that the title belt had no side plates. I was thinking, I couldn't, I was like, is this, did they just take them off because they want to get new ones? Mm-hmm. Um, but no, he actually worked they, into they the were story. A prop. Yeah. Uh, Miz says something is different about Daniel Bryan. And Daniel, he says, Daniel Bryan, 
you finally listened to me. Daniel Bryan says his dreams finally decided to take control. And they, the whole, okay, so the fans chant what over and over again. Yeah, yeah, I love this. This is the first time I've ever seen any superstar shut down the yes chant. He shredded it. When it was in full force. Yeah. So they're doing a what chant, and he says, yeah, go hunt. See, listen to them. Listen to them talk like sheep over a phrase that was said 20 years ago. (laughs) And then you're, what? What? <laughs> okay, we're, we're sorry, Daniel. Sorry. You're 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 absolutely. He's absolutely right. Uh-huh. Like that's you know what I mean. People, yeah, uh, Daniel. Well, you Bri- know how I feel about the what chance. <laughs> I have a vicious hatred for them. I only think it's it should be. It should only be if, like, if the rest McMahon's, of the for the McMahon's, uh-huh. it should be reserved for the McMahon's. Okay, like Stephanie and Vince, maybe Shane, not so much Shane, but like Stephanie and Vince. I think it should be used as a sharpening tool for the wrestlers that don't know how to talk mm-hmm. where they come in and they're today I'm going to fight blah, blah, blah. What? And then I'm going to hurt you. What? And then I will get back at you. What? I hate you people. What? It stinks here. I got to wear a gas mask. Oh, dude. That was ridiculous. Uh, but then Daniel Bryan cuts this uh, promo after he cuts down the yes ch- or the what chance. He basically cuts this uh, super. He's like super vegan now. Um, he hates everyone who uses or eats meat, who uses plastic water bottles every day. He says we waste and waste and waste, mm-hmm. and we eat meat that causes methane gases. Um, yeah, so everything you can think of that's annoying about a vegan. Yeah, he's the woke Daniel Bryan anti snowflake liberal. And you know it's funny. It's like just go to like everything Michael says. Michael Vergara on the show says about. Uh, WWE, they can't they can't book faces because or they can't book like good people because they're not good people. Yeah, dude, the fact that Daniel Bryan's like, you guys use too much plastic, you guys eat too much meat, you guys are destroying the earth. He's a bad guy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I mean, given he's a bad guy because he he tore up on um on AJ Styles, but yeah, one kick. Hey, you know what? Sometimes AJ's just out of it. Uh, he says so for. Eight years, uh, the Miz says he saw right through Daniel Bryan and wants Daniel Bryan to finally tell him that he's responsible for his WWE championship win. Yes, no, yes, no. And Daniel Bryan says it doesn't matter. All that matters is that the old Daniel Bryan is dead. Mm. That's when out comes AJ Styles. Um, AJ goes after Bryan but gets uh, put. So Miz gets pushed into AJ, but Miz holds AJ's legs. And then, yeah, and then they go back and forth, and Miz attacks AJ, but he's... I don't get it. I don't get what's going no, on there. I'm that, warning you. I'm part. warning you. WWE, do not do not make this a three-way TLC match. Oh, that's how they get the title on the Miz? Do not do that, because I will throw my Coke or my beer or my popcorn inside the ring if you do. I promise you. They're like, oh, there's another old WCW fan. He's probably walking across the hard cam with his uh, with his sign years ago when they were at the Cal Palace. True story. True story. Um, so I mean, it's it's it was a really good pro- uh, promo that Daniel Bryant cut. Um, I really liked it. Yeah, yeah. Um, the one thing that I think Michael was saying to us, we or let's see, we have a we have a a comment from a fan. Let's see, uh, uh, Michael V from the uh, the KCSF Studios. Uh, says uh, basically no Michael Vergara from the show. He says like it's just it's crazy to see how Daniel Bryan and Dean Ambrose cut the pretty much the same exact promo. Yeah, I think it was a little different. They were a little different, um, but they were. I mean, but it was still anti crowd, anti fan. Exactly. And but the thing, the only difference was is that Daniel Bryan actually had conviction in what he said. 
I mean, I don't think Dean Ambrose has conviction that like I need to get inoculated, so I need to. You know what I mean? Like uh, uh, Daniel he doesn't Bryan's, believe what he's saying. Daniel Bryan's legit, like probably like no. Um, we are using way too many plastic bottles. We are eating way too much meat, which causes the methane gas. Um, you know, we are destroying this earth. It's, Count the sins. Exactly. Count the sins. But he's like probably super cool. Like, like just you know, like yeah, he has his own yeah, backyard. Yeah, yeah, sure. He has a compost. Um, but it's not like behind the scenes, Dean Ambrose is like, you know, he's not like a germaphobe backstage. Like, yeah. I'm, I need to get a shot because, like, I'm going to Texas. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you know, they live in trailers. I don't want to be around them. Mm-hmm. It, coming from the guy who was in, like, CZW. Well, like they say, the uh, the best characters are an exaggerated you. Yeah. So, you know, this is who Daniel Bryan is exaggerated. Yeah. This is not who D- Dean Ambrose is. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's true. Daniel Bryan is exactly who he is. It's just heel version of that, you yeah. know. Just pissed off. Pissed off in the world. Next up we have Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton. Uh for the was it the umpteenth time in their yeah. lifetime? In in the past month. Uh oh yeah, that's right. They had that whole feud going back. Oh yeah, Hell in a Cell, duh. Uh Hardy goes right after Randy. Randy goes after Hardy's ear again. Uh, there's a weird looking whisper in the weir- whisper in the wind to Randy, Randy was Orton. too close. Was he? Was that he what was it was? Too, he was too close. Draping DDT to Jeff Hardy. Hardy sets up Orton on the announce table. That's when he goes to the ring post to hit a swan time bomb. AJ. That, Sorry, that's too early. That's when Moderation <laughs> Joe appears yeah. on screen. Um, he's he's at a bar. He's he's serving. I don't know. Is this Joe's second job? Is he just working at a bar? Like it seemed like a bar, like an actual bar. Yeah. No, maybe Why he, was he serving? Maybe he owns the bar, and he was like, "Hey, I'm going to work this weekend." Hey, this hey, sh- like, hey, Shane, I need to take this week off. I need to work a, a shift in my bar. But hey, can I take a crew with me? Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, so he's there serving up some drinks, um, kind of saying, "You know, all of us here are enjoying a drink in moderation, but it's when you when you get out of the access of moderation when you have you could have one or two drinks, but having you know twelve or thirteen drinks and." Not remembering the day before, yeah, that's when you really start to, you know, what, what well, do you he, did, he did too, right? Because at first he was like, oh, at first he came out and was like, oh, I'm at the bar. Don't you wish you were here, kind of thing. Yeah, and then Jeff Hardy loses the match. Then that's when he comes back on screen again. He was like, hi, this is Joe. Yeah, 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 exactly. So like, he starts a PSA. Yeah, it was great. I, I loved it. Yeah, it, I thought it yeah. was really good. The, his versatility is just amazing, and I love how it's not like a, a non-drinking thing. Like it's not like. Mm. I don't drink. You drink. Yeah. Or you drank. No, he I poured don't. himself a beer. And he legit sip. is like, yeah, no, I drink, but yeah. I don't, you know, it's, it's real, yeah. you know, a little bit more real than like, say, the, remember that like Chris Jericho, CM Punk thing. I know CM Punk's mm-hmm. like straight edge, yeah. but like, I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. Or, or Jeff Hardy and CM Punk had a feud too, right? I think they did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so after this, we have our main event. See, nine segments. Yeah, nine freaking segments. Ten if you count the did you know. Yeah, but nine segments. And that's a you know that that's one of those buffers that brings you out of uh, commercial break. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, and then they announced a rap battle for next week, which I don't agree with. Please don't Cesaro, do this again. Oh god, the bar versus Usa. Yeah, yeah. The, I, but on the I, go home show for TLC. Yeah. By the way, what what I do agree with is Charlotte Flair versus Oscar next week on, on SmackDown Live. Mm-hmm. What's I'm really excited actually. The night before. Um, TLC. I'm going to Oakland for the house, house show, show. Mm-hmm. and I mean, like, t- 
it's like because TLC, it's like you know what the matches are. When you go to house show, you're like, I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. It's just always like cool. I'll probably get like a Ty Dellinger match. Yeah, yeah. That's just always cool, you know. What I mean, get some cool pictures for the show for Instagram account at CWR four and five Instagram. Maybe you'll run into somebody to get a bumper. Hey, you know what? That would be awesome. Just an interview, man. Hey, Alexis, remember me? Hey, Alexa, how you doing? That's also a great suit. Mm-hmm. So this is us for meeting for the third time. I think it's time I ask for an interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like I said, main event for SmackDown Live, The Miz versus AJ Styles. Daniel Bryan comes down. He's on commentary. Daniel Bryan, I felt like, was trying to hold back from laughing the entire time because he's cutting the most heelish promo yeah. on Byron. Yeah. On Byron. Because Byron's, you know, he's like, Daniel Bryan, why are you doing this? Like, you know, traditional like, yeah. face yeah. announcer. Why are you doing this? Why did you turn your back on you know, the fans? You know, it's not me. It's you, Byron. Yeah. You're the one ruining everything. And then he says something like, he says like, oh, the Miz is the Miz is a great, or AJ Styles is a great wrestler. You know, I can't take him lightly. And then he gets like hit by the Miz. AJ does. Yeah. He's like, well, not right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daniel Bryan kind of covers up his face because mm-hmm. he's just about to laugh so hard. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's great. I love Daniel Bryan. He's trying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, we have a low level DDT to AJ Styles followed by a kick out. Uh, the fight goes to the outside. Brian distracts AJ. That's when we have a skull-crushing finale to a kickout by AJ Styles. Brian tries to get involved again, but AJ kicks Brian in the head. Skull, or, or calf crusher to the Miz. AJ Styles wins by submission. After the match, Daniel Bryan viciously attacks AJ Styles mm-hmm. um, with a cat. With he hooked it, locked in the heel hook at the end, right? I believe yeah, uh, he did heel hook first, and then he started stomping him. I love that stomp. Mm-hmm. It's great. I love it. Yeah, but um, AJ's right hand kept slipping. Oh. So he kept doing like a, a one-handed, a one-handed. stomp. But it still looked good. Yeah, it looks good. I like it. Okay. I really enjoyed Daniel Bryan's um, promo that he cut earlier. As soon as he got by, behind commentary, he played out this gimmick. Too much. In one shot. Yeah, he killed it for me. Killed it, killed it, killed it. But he's always been pretty crappy on commentary. Yeah, he hasn't been that great, I'll be honest. Yeah, so I like his mannerisms as a heel on the outside. You know how he was kind of stalking? That was really, really cool. And the way he talks on the mic in the ring as opposed to on commentary. Stick to one thing. Don't do both. Keep him far away from commentary because I was starting to hate the whole... Yeah, I don't get why they put heel... like. Especially like a heel like that where he's just like angry all the time. Like, why is he yeah. on commentary? Yeah. You know, if you're going to have somebody on commentary, you know, you have someone like Paul Heyman on commentary. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody who could talk. And Daniel Bryan could talk, but he w- can talk when he's a fake. I don't know. Yeah. No, I felt like I was being waterboarded or his persona was being shoved down my throat. Because you get Graves asking questions like, so tell me, Daniel, what does methane gas do to us? Uh, what's so bad about it? Uh, tell me, Daniel, uh, who drinks out of water bottles? Yeah, Byron drinks out of... Uh, he throws the water bottles away when they're, yeah, they're not even done yet. They were totally just shoving this down everybody's like, throat. Right, like, uh, we get it. We heard the promo earlier on Miss TV. We get it. We know who he is. We know what he's trying to convey. You don't need to do this extra... He's from Seattle. We get it. That's his gimmick. Man. He it, recycles. Yeah, this, it, it soured me. So we'll see how they do. Continue. We'll see it next week. And yeah. It'll be fun. I like it. Yeah, just don't do this again because it took away from the match, and the match was a good match. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the the Miz and AJ Styles. Yeah, it was, it was really it good. Was, yeah, but it really it, the commentary took away from what could have been acknowledged as you know best of 2018. That was one thing that like mess, messes me up about every match that the New Day commentary is on now or mm-hmm. does commentary on now because they have their yeah. own table and they just get very like 
they just, just they mess up the flow. Yeah, and it's, it's not really, them. It's just it's the editing. It's of it. anybody that was in that position who's on a separate table mm-hmm. that they're cutting back and forth from. Yeah, is messing up the flow of the show. You know what they should do is send the feed of every. You know how you can we hear ourselves talking through our headphones right now, right? Yes, I definitely. There's know that. there's a separated feed that New Day has their own headsets, and the commentary crew have their own headsets that they only hear themselves, so they don't know what everybody's talking about. Exactly. Yeah. If they heard and they knew, okay, we're cutting. Okay, cool. Yeah. Then the new day can uh, you know put their best stuff forward because instead it, of randomly screaming stuff. Because it's just Vince back there. Or it's, I don't even know if it's Vince because I heard he doesn't go to SmackDown. It's somebody back there just going, "All right, cut, cut, cut over new day. Cut, yeah. cut back. Okay, okay, let him keep going for a minute. Okay, let him go, and cut back to uh, Tom Phillips. Okay, Tom Phillips, tell everyone about TLC this weekend. Yeah, you know, or next weekend, whatever. But it feels like they don't inter- interrupt the commentary team. But they surprise New Day. Yeah. It's dumb. Yeah. Well, that was SmackDown Live. Fun, fun, fun times. I always love SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. SmackDown's my new favorite show. Well, no, I'll take that back, NXT. So that's that. Before we get out of here, guys, though, we do. Uh, there are some results from the Mixed Match Challenge. I feel like I should at least let you guys know since we're coming down to the oh, playoffs. It's yeah. the playoffs now. Uh-huh. And it's, uh, I think it's single elimination now. Let's so. do it. Which I don't get because it was all point system that before. So why now is it single elimination? <clears throat> it's like the World Cup. Okay, but everybody's involved. Uh, so nobody got cut. Exactly. That's dumb. Exactly. <laughs> so that's what makes no sense about it. I don't get it. Uh, but the two winners from last night, Truth and Carmella, defeated Jeff Hardy and Charlotte, and Miz so, and Oscar. So you're telling me that Ch- they could have came in with a losing record, zero and eight. And still participated in playoffs? I believe so, yes. Okay, please continue. I believe, but but also, I haven't been paying that close attention to it, uh-huh. so I could be wrong. Okay. Just saying. Um, Miz and Asuka defeated Jimmy Uso and Naomi, and Truth and Carmella defeated Hardy and Charlotte. So Hardy, Charlotte, Jimmy Uso, and Naomi are out. They beat? Of the Mixed Match Challenge. Hardy and Charlotte? Yeah, because it was Hardy. It wasn't who, AJ Styles. Yeah. Who ate the pin? Hardy? I don't know. Okay. I, I'm guessing Hardy because it was our truth and Carmella. Yeah, and, and there's I, no way Carmella pins no, Charlotte. Oh, yeah. no, God, yeah, no. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and last, last but not least, uh, we do have, you know, like I said, you know, everyone uh, thoughts and prayers to the Dynamite Kid family, but they're also, you know, somebody else is celebrating a birthday today. They're doing happy days. Yeah, yeah happy days for. And we'd like to give out a birthday wish. So, so actually, there's only one birthday besides uh, the Dynamite Kid's birthday being today. And that is one born in 1951, turning 67 years old, Larry Zabisco. Oh, wow. Turning 67 years old today. You know what my introduction to Larry Zabisco was? You know KTSF, right? I think so. Channel 26 in yeah, San yeah, Francisco? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Channel, so it's, six, um, channel yeah. 6 on, or, on cable. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So before it was an Asian channel, it was yep, okay, like no. a local access channel. Yeah, yeah. They used to run on, I want to say, Saturday mornings. AWA. Oh, okay. And I remember faint memory of Larry Zabisco always bringing in nunchucks. What the fuck? And this is before I got into wrestling. Yeah. It's like, what's going on here? What's this guy doing with nunchucks? Who's he about this to hit? Yeah, yeah. And it turned out to be an AWA show. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I've never seen any AWA shows. You know, I'm. I'm, It's on your WWE network. Is it? Yeah. I always try to go back and watch some of the old stuff. Very, very bland. Very, very southern. Yeah, it's very like, like oh no, he hit him with oh my god, it was a double axe handle. He's out for the count. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. it's a, yeah, 
It's it's fun stuff. They feel like if people grew up with it, though, it's a little nostalgic for them. Sure, uh, I didn't grow up with it. I no, was, I'm saying if you, yeah, did, yeah, if you but, did, yeah, if you did, yeah, if you did. But it, it was a weird time in wrestling. I think my introduction, Larry Zabisco, was he still wrestling when I was a kid? Probably a manager for NWA. I mean uh, WCW. Yeah, and he was also a commentator after a while, right? Yes, yes, yeah. Yes, I yes, definitely yes. remember him as a commentator. Yeah, he would come out and do the whole hand thing. Yeah, and he would. Uh, he used to. He had a long feud with Ric Flair, right? I'm sure he did. Who hasn't had a long feud with Ric Flair? I mean, I feuded with Ric Flair over a couple things in my life. Saying? Me too. All right, guys, let's get out of here for City Wrestling Radio for KCSF for me, Corey Smith, and me, Jose Osegueda. I'm Corey Smith. I'm Jose Osegueda, and we will see you tomorrow. Friday with the B show with me and Michael Vergara. All right. See you guys later. Bye. Bye.